With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player in just five to ten minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. It's Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. And one I've been waiting for for a long time. This whole week is dedicated to draft day winners, but not the rookies. The veterans who got better for various reasons because of the way the draft fell. And that includes Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. Here to break it down with me is Tyler Knabley, guillotineleagues.com writer. Why is Kirk a winner? Well, first off, they didn't draft his replacement. Yes. They didn't draft a Levis or maybe even a hooker, I guess, mm-hmm. someone who could maybe if the Vikings were like five and ten, like, okay, maybe we'll give Hooker some some yeah. looks or Levis some looks. But yep. and they also drafted Jordan Addison, who I really think is kind of just a better version of what Thielen kind of like pre like pre Thielen from three years ago. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So I kinda like that. Jordan mm-hmm. Addison, some wide receiver ones in the class, depends who you ask, but I think former Balintinkoff winner kind of made Kenny Pickett a first round pick in that during he that pit season. Yes. So Uh, Jordan Addison, a really good player. And if we're looking at Kirk Cousins, it's kind of very similar to the Jared Goff conversation we have where we kind of know what you're going to get. You're not going to get this crazy upside, but he's going to be a solid player for you in fantasy in terms of points per game. Kirk's passing metrics are right in the middle of most anything you look at, like attempted air yards right in the middle, completed air yards right in the middle, aggressive pass percentage right in the middle. Uh, But he did rank fourth best in completion percentage above expectation, which means he's throwing better passes than he has a right to throw. And you know that Kirk is a better than average quarterback. That's good. I think that goes without saying uh, for any rational listeners that we have. Minnesota does not necessarily have those. Um, What I do like last year, fourth in 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 attempts, and fourth in passing yards last season, fifth in passing touchdowns last season. Now that Kevin O'Connell is there, and we've got one season with Kevin O'Connell, this is a passing team. The Vikings are a passing team, and with Dalvin Cook potentially on the way out and question marks at the running back position after him, that ain't changing. They were also second in red zone passing attempts, and Mm -hmm. that that number trail only Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So Kirk is just, I mean. This, he definitely had his best season in Minnesota last like last year statistically, for sure. I mean, we look at his QB finishes uh, in terms of fantasy. 2018, QB 13, 2019, QB 18. Then we got QB 11, QB 11, QB 9. And despite the fact that he's been a top 11 quarterback each of the last three years, dude's always going off the board as quarterback 20 in drafts. You know, everybody, is, I think, has got such a mindset on Kirk that he is a boring, run-of-the-middle, average passer. But the stats don't bear that out. Dude produces. He just doesn't give you the explosive games. Yeah, and I think when, like I, like I said, I kind of broke it down, some of the other stuff. 
he just like there that ceiling's not there. He finished as a top five quarterback just three times last year. Yeah, and he only but he only finished outside the top twenty four times last year. Right. So he's going to give you between that twenty and five range week in and week out, which is absolutely huge for you, especially in like a super flex league where he he could be like a very very high end too, just giving you solid production, not letting your team kind of waver up and down like somebody like who maybe this year Anthony Richardson might the rushing upside yeah, could yeah, be there great, but great analogy yep yep and he's Anthony Richardson would be a perfect guy to pair with Kirk Cousins exactly because you know you don't want to pair Anthony Richardson with Justin Fields because if they both have non-rushing games that could be a lethal outcome for your team but when you pair Anthony Richardson with a totally safe guy like Kirk Cousins you've got a lot of roster stability built in that Kirk gives you with sure points every week and maybe more points this coming year than in the past. Dalvin Cook's off roster. Who knows? This is this may really you know who maybe this team throws the most passes in the NFL. I definitely would not be surprised. I mean, we mentioned that this was the best season Kirk had last year, and now mm-hmm. his weapons are only better because you have Addison replacing Thielen. Osborne's going to get like a lot more looks probably. Still got JJ Hawkinson. Like this yeah. passing offense could really explode, especially like second year in a system always helps any quarterback. So yeah, second year in the system. And for Kirk Cousins, the first time in eight years, he will have the same offensive coordinator in back-to-back is years. That, is that for real? Yeah, it is for real. Oh, Think I didn't about know that. that. It's insane. I didn't know that. You can go eight years with nothing but OC churn. Right, so now it's going to be the same offensive coordinator, which is you know very very helpful for him. Um, and Jordan Addison, Addison's going to help a lot. You get a first round pick at wide receiver. Addison has a knack for getting open, creating space, creating cushion. Um, he can be a downfield threat, although they threw to him at USC in a pit a lot near the line of scrimmage. And dude would find ways to get open in very tight windows near the line of scrimmage, and. What I like about Addison is, sure, Justin Jefferson's going to still get some double teams, but what we saw were Jefferson couldn't always get over those double teams, and he had some dud games, and he'd take Kirk down with him. Now, assuming Addison lives up to the first-round billing, when Jefferson does get taken out of games, Addison's there to pick up the pick up the slack for Kirk. And I make the mention, uh, the comparison between Addison and Thielen, because I think Addison is just going to slot right into that Thielen mm-hmm. role because they have very similar games. Yeah. And I just really like that, and I think it can bode very well for Kirk Cousins because he can have someone he can rely on rather than just J.J. or no one. Yeah, totally totally agree with, uh, with that opinion. And... Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Addison. Presumably, he will start right away because the depth chart is pretty thin for the Vikings at receiver. And unclear, you mentioned the slot. Unclear if Addison's going to work out of the slot or how much, you know, but the way that, the, the way that we saw this offense work last year is everybody played everywhere. Uh, K.J. Osborne played in the slot the most, but, he's in, but we don't know that that's going to be the case here coming this year. Addison played a lot in the slot, not entirely uh, in the slot, played a lot in the slot at USC and Pitt, so we'll see. Uh, who's going in the same area as Kirk Cousins from an ADP standpoint? Right now, we got Daniel Jones actually going above Kirk Cousins right now, I believe. Because of the run, the rushing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So who'd you rather have, so Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones or Kirk Cousins? The past four years, Daniel, Daniel Jones' high water mark on passing touchdowns, 15. I know. That's horrible. Yeah, but literally half of the passing touchdowns. That's, that's what you get when you're a running quarterback. That is how it goes. I, I'm taking Kirk. I want the sure thing that Kirk gives me. And I don't feel that much better about the receiving weapons with the Giants yet. 
That's right. could crystallize. Jared Goff, pretty much in this exact same situation as Kirk Cousins almost. Great offense. Yeah. Uh, Kirk outscored him last year as QB nine. I'm, I think I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with Kirk with the because of the addition of Addison. I'm with you. Tua concussion. If if he stays healthy, concussion. If, if, it were, he, if it's best ball, different conversation. If if you say Tua's healthy, you, told, you promised me Tua could play 16 games. I'm gonna take Tua. Okay. Because the the crazy weapons. Although Jefferson Jefferson is a pretty crazy weapon, and so does TJ Hawkins. I'm don't you know I'm taking Kirk either way. I think I take Tua if you gave me 16 games. Okay. Dak Prescott. His moronic interceptions are not my problem. Most of my leagues don't subtract anything for interceptions. They subtract two points for interception. Don't care. Um, I think I'm... Uh, you know, Zeke's not there anymore. And Zeke's been such a prolific touchdown scorer. You take Zeke out, that's going to free up, you know, 12 touchdowns a year to go somewhere else. That could go to Dak. I am very scared for Dak and the offensive play calling we're going to have this year because I think Mike McCarthy wants to run his offense like it's 2005. But well, it's, that's Brett Favre, 2005. I'm interested. Yeah, but, okay, maybe not 2005, 2010, where it's just it's a running game. It's not going to be centered around the pass, and I think that McCarthy isn't going to have isn't going to be have it as an explosive of an offense that Kellen Moore mm-hmm. I think provided it. I don't know why they got rid of Kellen Moore. He's, by all accounts, seems like a great OC. I know. That's a, there are a lot of there are a lot of questions about that for sure. All right. Um, all right. Well, I think that's most. Oh, let's just talk dynasty and Kirk Cousins. He's turning thirty five. He'll he's I think he's thirty four right now. He'll turn thirty five in season. I think he's still got three good seasons left in him. I mean, I, the arm doesn't look materially worse now. And what you know for sure, just because of who Kirk is, you know, it's not like he's out partying every night. The guy's going to take care of himself. <laughs> I think the question is, where is he going to play next season? There is that. That's a Which fair we don't question. Know. We don't know the answer to that. He's is on the last year of his deal with Minnesota. And that's, you know, you could project ahead and, and ask yourself, does he finally get to San Francisco? He's been rumored for San Francisco since he left Washington, right? Since Washington was melting down, he was. it's been rumored to go there. Imagine Kirk in that offense next year. QB8, maybe? Yeah, he was QB9 <laughs> last year. Absolutely. So I'm not that worried about, like, Kirk taking a huge downgrade no, next yeah. year. No, yeah, talent-wise, I don't think anyone's scared of Kirk. I think it's just where is he going to be? He might – And you see that thing where he said he might retire, where he's like, we'll see where we are this year. Like, we'll, like he said in an interview he decided to keep playing this year. Like, it was a question. So I don't know. Seems like Kirk's a, a little bit of a different cat. That's what right? I'm saying. I mean, yeah. he's, he's he's made all his money. He's made so much money. Yeah, and to you know, God bless him because he's worked the system impressively for himself. He's very religious, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Kirk just sort of like decides, you know, I'm done with football. I'm going to go spread the word. I'm going to go, you know, effectively lead a missionary's life, and I want to go, you know, just go do that now. That's you know, that wouldn't shock me. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll just have to see. So I, I'd be cautiously buying Kirk right now. Mm-hmm. Very, very cautiously. I think I'm, nice I'm on the buy side of Kirk as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think the Niners next year is a real possibility, and that would be very intriguing. We'll see how Purdy plays this year. If he yeah, plays. that's right. I mean, Purdy might just be yeah, so or Lance. We don't right. need yeah, I, I'm, right. Who knows? San Francisco's Lots of situation. Lots here, right? Yeah. But where he'll go, where Kirk will go, if not San Francisco, the kind of team that's going to buy Kirk is going to fall into one of two categories. A team that feels like they're a veteran quarterback away from a Super Bowl run and being really good, or it's the Raiders and Garoppolo, that kind of deal, where we're a terrible team, we're just going to buy a year. 
So Kirk. hopefully that wouldn't be the case for Kirk. Kirk to the Jets after Rodgers retires this year? If that, not impossible. <laughs> Remember, he was almost a Jet before when yep. he left Washington. Yep. Yeah. Not impossible. All right, thank you for listening to uh, this edition of Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. Coming up tomorrow, another winner of the draft. This whole week, it's all winners of the draft, including Tennessee wide receiver Traylon Burke. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.